Hello, everybody. Welcome to Under the Influence Podcast. My name is Whitney Eckes. I'm the owner and founder of the Influence Movement and Eckes Marketing. Today, I am bringing on Allie Grant from Be Social, and she is just amazing, amazing, amazing entrepreneur and boss lady. For those of you that don't know what Be Social is, it is one of the most groundbreaking modern digital communications agencies in both Los Angeles and San Diego. In fact, I was Googling it, and literally their tagline is the leading public relations agency in Los Angeles. But I would even go to say that a public relations agency is a little bit limiting on what they do and offer. Be Social is absolutely unreal. Their services include everything from influencer relations, media relations, digital communication, and talent management. And they were kind of the front runners when it came to this whole influencer marketing. So I'm really excited to have Ali on chat with her and let you guys hear her thoughts and all the value that she gives. She really kind of breaks down what it means to own a business and, you know, how she runs this kind of amazing team of 30 women. I'm just so excited to have her on and just get right into it. The Influence Podcast is all about bringing together brands, influencers, thought leaders, and communities to inspire and empower a positive impact. Each week, I will dive into the power of influence over the ever-changing, trend-chasing, and slightly obsessed entrepreneurial and influencer community. We talk insider tips, tricks, the latest buzz, and even our top not-so-secret happy hour cocktails. My name is Whitney Eckes. I'm the owner and founder of Eckes Marketing and the Influence Movement. And we are about to get under the influence. Hello and welcome to Under the Influence Podcast. My name is Whitney Eckes. I'm the owner and founder of both the Influence Movement and Eckes Marketing. Today, I have Ali Grant from Be Social on this episode, and I'm just going to fangirl for like five seconds because <laughs> Ali is someone that I have really just let Eckes Marketing kind of shape similarly to Be Social because Be Social is number one, the most groundbreaking PR company and even digital communications cool. agency <laughs> right now. And I mean, they are, it even says, it was so funny, Ali, I was like look, looking you guys up on Google and you guys are literally tagged as the leading public relations agency in Los Angeles. And I would even say it's probably San Diego. So that was like really cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> but you guys even have like an amazing, amazing badass roster with like Becca Tilly and Lawless Makeup and Tone It mm -hmm. Up and just these really, really amazing brands. So Welcome and hi. Thank you. Wow, what an introduction. Goodness, <laughs> that was really, really nice. I mean, you've been doing some amazing things too, so you should feel really proud. Oh, thank you so much. Well, Ali, you know, I kind of know a little bit about your story um, just because I am such a fan, but I wanted you to kind of introduce us to your story and kind of tell us how you got started with Be Social. Yeah, um, so my story is pretty quick. Um, I graduated college and studied um, communications and PR, always had wanted to be in PR, like that was my dream since I was literally like 15, which is so silly. Um, 
So studied in college, did a bunch of internships. Um, my first job out of college, I was actually working for like a technology platform doing all the media relations, which is fun because I got to work in a lot of different verticals, like fashion and beauty and lifestyle. And um, being in tech was really fun because um, it was kind of at the start of all things social media. And then from there, I moved into a traditional PR agency. From there, I moved into a digital agency um, and kind of started up a blogger relations team. And that's kind of where I fell in love with influencer marketing. So I went out to, you know, start my own agency um, with that kind of mix of the traditional media relations, mixing it with social and influencer marketing. Started in like fitness, wellness verticals. And then since then, we've really, you know, focused on mostly just beauty and wellness. Um, to date, we're, you know, we have an office in San Diego um, and an office in Los Angeles and West Hollywood. Uh, we have about 30 brand clients and about 30 influencer clients um, where we do talent management. So we do a lot of different things. It's all really fun and exciting. We have a kick-ass team of 30 women who are just kind of killing it in the space and things have just really taken off because as you know, influencer marketing is kind of where everything's going. I love that you guys really do have such, like you have both feet in the pool of influencer marketing. And it's, it's really interesting because mm -hmm. I feel like you guys were kind of the first to really set that tone of not yeah. only how to manage, you know, these influencers that are on your talent roster, but also how to have your brands reach out to all these new influencers as well. Can you tell us about how you have both kind of things. Happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I think from like an outward perspective, it's sometimes a little confusing about what we do, <laughs> but I, I usually describe it as we have our brand division, which where we focus on brands and do their storytelling, their influencer marketing, their social media, their media relations. And then we have a talent division where we're focused pretty much on the opposite side. We are representing the influencer itself and navigating their brand partnerships, their growth, their social media, building their brands. We split the teams, you know, they're very siloed and that like the influencer team and brand team is focused on that. And then the talent management team is focused on their talent. Um, obviously there's times where we work together, but it is very different divisions within the organization and we really treat it as such. And the talent management part of the business um, kind of came about when we were working on the brand side and the influencer side, kind of seeing a void in the industry and realizing, wow, these influencers are, these are businesses and they need help with branding and growth. And this is where things are going. So we decided to, you know, launch that division and like monetize that part of it. And essentially I was helping, you know, different bloggers and influencers that were my friends and giving them advice. We turned it into a revenue stream for the business. And to date, it's, you know, probably about 40% of kind of what we're doing in the company. I love that. And I feel like that aligns so well kind of with this podcast, because I feel like we kind of started the influence movement in the same way where we're like, you know, is, is there a place for influencers, you know, that are actually, like you said, they are businesses, you know, they need to mm -hmm. get their their feet wet with these different brands and they need to, there needs to be almost like this bridge connecting the two. So Ali, tell us what influence means to you. I mean, to me, it's, it's really, you know, kind of having a sway on a group of people and that group of people could be really in any vertical. Like there's influencers in the pet space, in the fitness space. So I think anyone that really has a voice that has a group of people listening to that voice, I would say that's that's influence. 
let me ask you another question because that's kind of just where my brain's going right now. But do you believe, you know, a lot of people talk about the saturation of the influencer market right now. And especially Mm -hmm. with someone like you that's, you know, just in it 24 seven, do you feel like that is, you know, like that is a reality? Like there is too much saturation or do you believe in kind of the niching down? Like, tell us a little bit about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I obviously being an influencer, being in this industry is kind of a hot trend right now. But that's okay. Like, that's a good thing. I think when a lot of people are going after the same goal, it creates competition. It creates people, you know, the need for people to do it bigger and better. So I think eventually you're going to see people being weeded out. um, But then you're going to see people really skyrocket and grow because they're the ones doing it in the best way, essentially. But it is is cool to see and like see how saturated it it is and how many people are in this industry. But it makes it fun. Like, it's like, okay, this is the industry to be in. It like, it's kind of like the dot com boom, you know, like you can imagine like being part of all of that fun, like e-commerce launching. It like, it's kind of like the second wave of that. And I, I think it's just going to keep growing from here. Like I don't see an end to it anytime soon. Yeah. I love that you called it like the dot com boom. It's totally a boom. It's totally like going yeah. off. And it's actually really cool seeing people, like you said, being able to monetize off it or be able to do really amazing things off their own personal brand. And that's actually leading into my next question is I was going to ask you, where do you see social media going? I mean, I feel like we're, it's just so different right now and it's so necessary, but it is kind of volatile. It's like a volatile little environment. On our end, we really focus on like organic social media. So as an agency, like I'm always driving in the fact that like we're storytellers and we create content and stories for brands or influencers. And that's how we treat it. But I do see social going into a new place where it's so people are focused on paid ads and putting money behind it. And so I think it's shifting from just being like a storytelling platform into like a very like hard analytic, where's the ROI on it. So I think companies that provide social services really have to adapt to that and figure out strategy that allows them to be able to provide that information for the brands that they're working with. But I mean, like I said, I never see this like really going anywhere, like or ending anytime soon, you know, like it, it just seems to like keep growing and more people are on Instagram, you know, and more people are on Facebook. I could just, it's not going to stop anytime soon. And I, I feel like everyone asks me that, like, is this going to all end? I'm like, I hope not because I've built a business around this, but same girlfriend. Right. A lot of people have, so that'd be, It'd be dangerous territory if this all ends, but. (laughs) Well, and I like that you even talked about, it's actually something that I started doing way back in the hospitality industry, but about these kind of harder uh, analytic reports and how you, Mm. and I actually heard you, I think it was on Julie Solomon's, the influencer podcast, Mm -hmm. you talked about how you really did, you know, like you do provide reports and then you actually look at, you know, all the different ways that, you know, you're engaging your clients and you mm-hmm. know, how well they're doing. Can you talk a little bit about like the number scene? Cause I feel like a lot of people don't see that side of social media and the storytelling and the PR. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's like what everyone is requiring nowadays is what are the reports going to look like? What analytics are you reporting on? You know, it's no longer just about like growth and following 
you know, we have brands that have, you know, shoppable feeds set up. So we're looking at how many sales are we driving to them? How much traffic are we driving to their website? What is the engagement on the content that we're posting? So there's so much stuff that we're reporting on. And I feel like it's just required now. You know, it's not just like, here's a photo and we're putting it up because it's pretty. It's like everything has to be thought out and there has to be a purpose behind the content we're creating and like the reason we're captioning a photo a certain way. Um, and really at the end of the day, like our main goal is to typically drive sales um, or awareness for a brand. And so that really requires a deep dive into like, what is it that we're doing and how is it working? I love that. And I, I love that you're really talking about, you know, like what is the traffic? You know, it's not just like you said, kind of about like mindless content or mindless growth. Like it really does, there is a purpose to, you know, having mm-hmm. influencers and, you know, the whole influencer marketing. So if you had to give, you know, influencers out there, bloggers out there that are wanting, you know, a tip and how to work better with brands, what would your tip be? Yeah, I get asked this a lot. And I think that, you know, from the brand side and like working at an agency that is casting influencers on the daily, I mean, we're really looking for people who are creating not only beautiful content, but like have a purpose with that content. And it's like truly clear that they're an influencer of their particular niche and they have like a purpose with what they're doing. So, you know, if you're a beauty girl, like show that you're a beauty girl and create content that speaks to a beauty story. And then, you know, aside from content, you know, I'm always looking at engagement. So making sure the content they're posting, um, the engagement is high on it. You know, 3% is like amazing. It's difficult to get there, especially when you have a larger following, but that's like an ideal number. And also just be like easy to work with. I mean, this is such like, you know, we just talked about how competitive and how many influencers are out there, but like be a nice person and like be nice in business. And that's going to go such a long way. Like you, I'm sure, you know, your business owner, like so many people can be so nasty and it's just like, be nice, be honest, you know, communicate well and, you know, show your worth and like, just work hard and, you know, things will come to you. And I'm like a strong believer of that. I love that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we have had our share of different influencers, things like that. And it it is so nice when we do get somebody that is, like you said, they're just like a joy to work with. Like that's always Mm -hmm. like just, it's like the icing on the cake. And I feel like too, it even opens you up to, you know, future opportunities. Like, oh, like Mm -hmm. I would, I, you know, like they almost, almost come up like on the forefront of your brain because it was such a pleasant experience or it was like such a positive thing for you or for the totally. business. Totally. We have a talent. Um, her name's Rainy. She's like a wellness influencer. And she's got about 200,000 followers. Her content's great. Her engagement's great. But like time after time, brands are will say to us, she is such a pleasure to work with. She's so sweet. She's so hardworking. She's so eager to please. Like, And that reputation has like just gone around for her. And all of these like people at these brands and agencies, like we all speak and we all talk, and we all know each other. And so that's going around her and that's such a positive. And like here she is today, you know, she's so extremely busy with brand work and events and doing all this crazy stuff. So, I mean, that just goes to show like how successful she's been from just literally being like hardworking and a nice person. <laughs> 
<laughs> I love that. I love that you like, yeah. I love that. Like I get it. I mean, I talk with you guys a lot. I talk with a couple other agencies and stuff. And like, I feel like that's so true. Like that, like having that as your reputation has got to be yeah. such a door opener. So, so, so awesome. So, okay. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Kind of diving back into the power of influence. The reason why we started under the influence podcast is because we really wanted to talk about how influence really is this power that we're kind of seeing now. And especially, you know, in the social media digital space. So one of the ways in which I kind of like to talk about it with brands and things like that is I like to talk about kind of the positivity or the positive impact that we can be doing with, with our sense of influence. So Mm -hmm. how do you think businesses or brands could be a better influence upon their own community? Yeah, that's a good question. And I kind of get challenged with that a lot. Like I, we've internally been brainstorming ways that we can use like our influence and like the network of influence that all of our talent has in a way that's positive and like for social good. So I think that's like an interesting way for a brand to kind of like change the way they're thinking and like a way to like work with influencers is like have a social good component to it and not always just be like sale, 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 um, and really thinking beyond that and coming up with campaigns and opportunities for influencers to like tie into their brand in a way that is just like good for the community and like the greater good. And I'm hoping to like see more of that. And I think also like the consumers are going to want that now, you know, it's like they know when an influencer is like just posting about a brand and getting a huge paycheck for it. And so if they can like, if a brand can think of different ways to activate with an influencer, I think that's where things just like need to head. And I don't know if it like has to be social good. I just like find that interesting. And I hope that's where people take things, but you know, it might be in the way of, you know, different trips or different activations and events. And I think we just have to like get a little bit more creative because it's just so competitive and there's, there's so much chatter out there. Yeah. I love that you are calling it like the social good. I feel like that's such a perfect term for it. Um, (laughs) But I mean, I agree. I I feel like, you know, and you obviously coming from San Diego, you could totally probably relate, but like San Diego is such its own little market. And I, I love it. I literally love San Diego, but it is, it's so unique to see the way that our business communities kind of interact with each other. And yeah, I think that's kind of where we even started thinking about, you know, like what is influence? What is the movement? And, you know, how do we make it, like you said, for the social good? How do we give back? Mm -hmm. How do we inspire Mm -hmm. people that have all of a sudden all this power in the digital space to make it a good, you know, make it a good. Yeah. So, no, definitely. Yeah. So I love that. And I, my next question was going to be in like, what ways does your business, you know, kind of influence your own community? Um, and I feel like this is kind of a, maybe a little bit of a difficult question since you have, you know, like one foot in San Diego and one foot in LA, but I mean, right now, are you kind of working on anything like that? You know, it's been like on my radar for so like so long and I it's just like a bandwidth thing at this point but like I am making shifts and moves within the organization to kind of allow me to like free up a little bit of my time so I can focus on something like that um so there should be something launching in like the next couple of months that like allows our business to give back in that way um but I do think like within the San Diego community I mean I love San Diego I grew up there I'm from there my family's there um and I think it's 
such an amazing town. Like it truly is. I love it. And I'm loving the things that are happening within San Diego. Um, like I went to the gritty movement, um, like a couple months ago. Um, we're seeing more of these like networking events and like the stuff that you're doing. Like I hope to see more of that, um, in San Diego and like for the businesses and community there. Cause I think we've forever been like known as more of like a tech medical, um, area and it's nice to see that it's like kind of turning into you know more of this like influencer and marketing and you know we're seeing PR agencies pop up so it's really cool to see and you know you've obviously been part of that so yeah happy about it (laughs) oh my gosh for sure I mean yeah it's definitely cool seeing all I feel like there's so many events now there's so much marketing events and like even like the gritty movement like just came out with a bang man and they I mean they've been shaking it up which is it's so awesome yeah it's fun times in San Diego right now (laughs) so who was you know if you had to look back on building be social and really kind of building you know your whole story was there one person that was really influential in your life or in building your business Yeah, I never had a mentor, like a business mentor. And I kind of look back at that and like wish I had like gravitated towards someone that had already done this or was an entrepreneur. I really just didn't do that. And I think that that was a huge myth because I had a lot of like growing pains and a lot of things I wish I had done differently um, because I didn't have that resource. But I guess going off of that and like learning from my own failures and challenges, you know, more recently, I've really like invested in trying to find resources like that. I've been reading again. (laughs) I haven't read a book in so long, but I'm reading this book called Radical Candor, which I'm just like learning so much from. Um, I really started to make an effort to, you know, talk to other uh, business owners and entrepreneurs and get advice and like learn how to like do things better. But someone listening like does not have a mentor and you're about to start a new business I like highly suggest like finding someone um and they don't have to be someone with like 20 years experience even someone who has like done this for six months longer than you might have something some sort of voice and some sort of advice um but yeah I mean I I really don't have like a particular mentor I'd say definitely my mom is someone who was very influential in my life and just being a woman that's like like strong and like kind of like an I can do it personality like she's always been that in my life and she's always she's always just like I can do it I can do it no matter you know if my dad wanted to do it or a male wanted to do it she's just kind of just <laughs> tough like that so I think I think I learned a lot from her because I feel like I'm the, totally the type of person that's like I can do it even if I like don't even know how to do it so <laughs> I feel like that's like the entrepreneur spirit though you know like it's like we'll yeah. figure it out like just you gotta yes. throw something at us and we'll we'll come up with something. Totally. And I think that's such a like big fear for people like starting a business, like the confidence thing. I'm like, learn by doing, truly. Like you will learn on the job and that's okay. And like just act confident and you'll be fine. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yes. I feel like, I feel like we, I was like talking to our team the other day and I was like, I feel like I just faked the first year. I was like, I don't even know how like we got through it, but we're here. It worked. They believed us. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good feeling. And that's like literally a lot of entrepreneurs. So it's like, you're not alone in that. That's for sure. For sure. So 
Ali, what is like the passion behind the drive? You know, you started this amazing PR agency and, you know, you started out in San Diego and now you have another branch in LA. Like what, what drives you? Like what's the passion behind it? That's a good question. And I sometimes sit down and ask that myself. (laughs) I'm not like a super like money motivated type of person. Like that's just not my thing, but I am motivated by like breaking boundaries and kind of having like a, you know, like a positive reputation in like a specific like field. And I feel like that was something I'd always wanted. And I feel like we're like approaching that. And that makes me really excited and motivated. And I think that just like, like breaking the boundaries and stuff and like doing something that's been like done a certain way for so long and trying to do it differently is really important to me too. So I'm always like striving to find like different ways to do what we're doing. Um, And I'm always like, I'm like an idea person too. So it's like my brain is like never shut off. So if I can like work on something that's like challenging my mind and like making me think and like allows me to be creative and like come up with new ideas, like I'm, I'm totally motivated and passionate about it. I love that. And I feel like you can even see that, like even on your, like, you know, your guys' social media or like your website, like I love the mm. website, like it, but and it, it oh, is thank it's you. so different from what you would think of a typical, you know, PR communications agency would look like. Can yeah. you kind of like explain yeah. like the look behind Be Social and like the design and the overall feel of it? Yeah. And we're kind of actually like going through like a change and all of that, but I mean, we started out like very like fresh and young and like had a very like beachy vibe to us. And then we kind of did an evolution that like took us a little bit more like fashion and elevated. And now we want to go through like another evolution where we're like a little bit more like beauty and wellness looking. So I think part of all that change is like my mind and how it's like continuously racing. Um, But I also think that, you know, I don't want to be like known as like a PR agency. Like I think that we're more like a media company and like we have this network of influencers and we have like our own media platforms and our own influence as a company. And so I think that's kind of like a different way to approach it. And it's like, we are like a relationship house. Like we have tons of relationships and connections and like if you're a brand or an influencer, come to us and we'll kind of help make all of those things come to life. So I think that's kind of the motivation behind it. I almost like treat us not like an agency. And that's kind of why I want us to have like our own brand and our own look and feel, but we definitely have some work ahead of us. But I say, I think like in the next coming months, it'll, it'll all come together. No, I mean, I love it the way it is now, but I I think you're right. I think like even looking at, you know, kind of reading on everything, like you guys really are kind of like this media company. Like you really are, like you said, like the storytellers. And I feel like saying that you are a PR agency almost puts like limits on that. So I, I can totally, I can totally see that. And I think that's even like everyone's feel from be social is that again, you guys are so groundbreaking. You guys do do things that, like you said, like pushing the borders, exploring new areas, you know, doing things differently. And I mean, that, that has to speak to all your success as well. It's awesome. I mean, I hope, I think we still like have tons of more growth. And I think that, you know, things that are like challenging us is just like owning a business is so, so hard. And like all the bumps in the road that you kind of go through. And I think we're getting through some bumps and then like, hopefully, you know, in the next couple of months come out of that. But it's just like, a, you know, it's like just a constant struggle. And it's, it's difficult that like, if you don't have like passion or excitement behind this, it could totally like just take you down. But I'm 
still every day, like I wake up excited to come to work and like, this is still so, you know, this is my passion and I love what I do every day. And that to me is like, that's success. I love that. I think that's amazing. I love that. That's like your definition of success too, is waking up every day, just excited and still full of passion Mm -hmm. and like ready to get to work. I love that. So what awesome trends do you kind of see in the near future? I feel like you guys are, again, always kind of on the forefront of all these really cool things and working with the coolest brands. So like what awesome trends do you kind of see or that you're currently obsessing over? I think, I mean, I've always like loved the like influencer activations where brands go on trips and they create content. And I just feel like that like type of storytelling with like influencers is like really interesting and like feels more authentic and organic. So I really love that that's kind of how people or brands are marketing these days through influencers. Other trends, I mean, obviously just like the content that we're seeing on social media nowadays is like so elevated and cool. Like I'm constantly just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this brand is like posting this. This is beautiful. Um, it's just like, I remember social media, like even just like two years ago was so drastically different than it is now. So definitely obsessed with all of that. And just like seeing things continuously like elevate and people doing things differently. So I think I answered that, right? (laughs) Yes. No, totally. I love that. And then what about any type of like hot new things that you're obsessed with? Like obviously everyone's getting into like the preset game, like, you know, yeah. what new apps do you like? Is there anything right now that you're again, totally obsessed with? I am like not on the preset game, but I like feel so behind on that. And everyone's feed is like looking so curated. I'm just like, wow, beautiful. Um, so no, I'm not on the preset game, but maybe could be or should be. Um, I literally just use Visco or VSCO. Like that's what I use to edit photos. And um, I guess I like that. Um, i trying to think what else. I really like... Um, app-wise. What's the one I was using that, hold on, I'm going to have to like actually look at my phone here. We might have to cut this and I can just start again. That's fine. Go for it. Okay. So I can, um, okay. So yeah, the preset game. I mean, I am not on that, but I should be. And everyone's feed is looking so beautiful. Um, I really like this app that allows you to do Instagram stories really pretty. Um, and it's called Unfold, and it, like, oh, allows yeah. you to, like, you know, like, add, like, I guess, like, borders and get the sizing right. You can add text, and, like, I just think that's really an awesome resource and tool. Um, but other than that, I just use Visco, and obviously my favorite app ever is Instagram. Um, <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think that's kind of it. I love that. I, I swear by Visco, Viesco, whatever we call it. Um, I like, I remember like when I first like got my first Instagram, like way back in 2011, like I was totally into like the hashtagging and like the really cool, like Viesco, like feed that they like built into it. It was so cool. So I, I still, I'm a big fan of that as well. So Allie, I want to go ahead and jump into some rapid fire questions with you. Um, these are just kind of some quick fun things to know about you. So I'm going to go ahead and start off and ask your favorite go-to cocktail. Like rosé, and then I also love a skinny, spicy margarita. Oh, girl, me too. I, that is my go-to. I love that. Um, okay, do you have any self-love or like a wellness practice that's like within your daily routine? Yeah, so I'm like really big on like bringing my best 
myself to work, which is from the book Radical Candor. But for me, it's just like working out in the morning and then getting an iced coffee afterwards. Like if I do those two things, like I will have a good day. I love that. Um, what about the hottest podcast you're listening to right now? Obviously you have follow me, which is amazing, but if you had to pick another one outside of your own, which one would you? Yeah, I won't pick my own, but I love how I built this. I think that's like the best podcast. Oh, that's so good. I I don't think I've ever listened to that one. Who's it by? Oh, you got to. Um, a guy named Guy Raz. He like interviews, um, entrepreneurs and it's, it's just, it's really good. He's a good like journalist. Like his questions are good. I love that. Okay. What about your favorite Instagram to stock? Hmm. I mean, I love like all the influencers and like looking at like what they're wearing. I think Sincerely Jewels is probably my favorite just because I think her style is really good and like attainable and very California cool girl. So let's say her. I love that. Um, what about your f- most favorite awful reality TV show? <laughs> Okay, I am, like, not a reality TV show watcher, so I, like, can't even answer that. Like, I sometimes watch the Kardashians, but I'm, like, a really big, like, murder mystery watcher. So, like, 48 Hours and Forensic Files, so. Oh, my God. I really can't answer that. (laughs) Okay, have you listened to My Favorite Murder podcast? No, no, but I feel like so many people have told me that. Oh, Allie, I'm like obsessed and I'm not even like a true crime fan. And it is like me and my best friend, I swear, she literally called me this morning and she was like, did you listen to the new episode? And I was like, no, not yet. And she's like, oh my gosh, like you have to talk to me after you listen to it. So <laughs> like borderline obsessed with it. Okay. I'll have to listen. And then the last question, do you have a favorite influencer or business owner? I really like Allie Webb um, from Drybar. I think she's done a really good job of like building a business, but also branding herself. So I think I like her story and I like kind of just like her, her path of her being an entrepreneur. I love her. And I think you're so right, especially how she branded her own products and things. It's, it's really cool Mm -hmm. to see how she's grown and just everything that she's doing. Well, Allie, I am just so thankful that you came on Under the Influence with us. And thank you so much for all of your amazing insight and valuable information and just kind of sharing your story with us. It was really, really cool. And especially for me, someone that's in that industry and that has kind of always looked to be social as just the front runner to really get to just talk with you. So thank you so, so much for coming yeah, on. The thank show. you for having me on. I love all your questions. <laughs> Hopefully I answered them well. <laughs> you answered them perfectly. So Allie, thanks for going under the influence with us. All right. Thank you. Bye Whitney.